Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Diaz, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, it's Ed again. Let's go right to episode 178, titled, A Very Wicked King is Forgiven. You can find these events in 2 Kings chapters 21 and 22, also 2 Chronicles chapters 33 and 34. Although Hezekiah was one of the best kings that ever ruled in Judah, his son Manasseh was one of the worst. Manasseh became king when he was 12 years old and ruled for 55 years. He rebuilt the pagan altars that his father had torn down and encouraged the people of Judah to worship false gods. He reintroduced the detestable practices of Baal worship and even sacrificed his own children by throwing them into the fire that burned constantly in the Hinnom Valley. He bowed to the moon and the stars and worshipped them. He even dedicated altars to them in the courtyard of the Temple of God. He practiced witchcraft and asked for advice from mediums and other evil spirits, rather than consulting with God. God sent many prophets to warn Manasseh and the people of Judah, but no one would listen. So, as you can imagine, God became very angry. His own people were participating in religious rituals even more evil than the ones the Canaanite nations had practiced before they had been driven out of the land. And because of his great sins, God allowed the military commanders of Assyria to invade Jerusalem and capture Manasseh. They put a hook in his nose, bronze shackles on his legs, and led him in shame all the way to Babylon. When he arrived, they threw him into prison. Manasseh was in terrible pain and distress. He knew that God was punishing him for all the evil things he had done. He humbled himself finally and called out to God for forgiveness. And God was touched by Manasseh's humility and actually showed mercy to him. We don't know the details, but before long, God allowed Manasseh to go back to Jerusalem. He even allowed him to become the king of Judah again. Manasseh was grateful for all that God had done for him. He began to make things right. He removed all the false idols and tore apart the fake altars that were in the temple courtyard. He restored the real altar and used it to make sacrifices to God. He encouraged the people to worship only the God of Israel. In addition, Manasseh built up the walls of Jerusalem and strengthened Judah's military. When Manasseh died, his son Ammon became king of Judah. He was 22 years old, and he ruled for only two years. Unfortunately, he was as evil as his father had been before his imprisonment in Babylon. But Ammon never humbled himself or turned back to God. Instead, he grew even more wicked. His own servants finally plotted against him and killed him. Then an angry mob of people hunted Ammon's killers down and murdered them. It was a bloody, sinful time in the history of Judah. However, Ammon's son Josiah loved God and turned the people's hearts back to him. He was only eight years old when he became the new king. He learned God's commandments and enforced them as he led the people of Judah for 31 years. Think about it. Because of stories like Manasseh, we know that God can and will rescue anyone, no matter how bad they are. If they are willing to humble themselves and confess their sins, God is eager to forgive. Psalm 103 verse 12 tells us that God does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. 
This gives us a reckless, beautiful hope as we pray for friends and loved ones who seem too lost ever to be found. Is there someone you know who desperately seems lost? Smile as you think about Manasseh, then begin praying regularly for a chance to share God's love with them. Now go, and have a great day.